This episode was edited by Deadset Podcasting. If you want your podcast to sound this good, check out deadsetpodcasting.com forward slash services. Get the sound you're chasing. You're listening to Deadset Podcasting with your host, Josh Liston. This is a show dedicated to podcasting in Australia, New Zealand and Southeast Asia. Follow along with today's episode over at deadsetpodcasting.com. Okay, here we go. Hey everybody, Josh here. Welcome back to Deadset Podcasting. To support the show, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash deadsetpod or go to the website deadsetpodcasting.com slash support. Enough plugs. Let's talk some podcasting. So today I wanted to talk about three random topics that aren't really so random, but I guess they stood out to me during the week. The first one being a young, very tech-aware guy at work who had no idea about the podcast app on his Apple phone. Number two is if you have any other option than to use the audio off the Zoom video platform itself, use that other audio. I've been doing some work with people that use the Zoom audio and yeah, I had no idea how bad some of the audio is that comes off that platform in terms of encoding quality and recording quality. And number three, troubleshooting a couple of issues I have with my Rodecaster Pro interface and mixer. So the first one, and this is probably the most intriguing thing I'm going to talk about today. There's a young guy at my work who's a very smart young man, very tech aware, completely comfortable with his mobile phone. He asked about my podcast the other day, which was flattering, being my comedy show, Punching Sideways. And he went into the Apple Music app to try and find the show because I just assumed that he was already in the podcast app, and he said to me, oh, I can't find it. And I was like, oh, that's strange. Are you searching Punching Sideways? He's like, yeah, it's not in here. It's not in the Apple Music app. I'm like, wow, okay. This guy is probably the most switched on person that I currently work with, and he didn't know that that little purple app on his phone was a dedicated podcast app. So... It pretty much put a lot into perspective for me. If I was to make a list of tech-aware people that I know as far as using their mobile device with confidence, this young fella would be near the top of the list. No idea the app even existed, let alone where to find it and how to use it. So I'm starting to go back through my head at this point and noticing how many people recently have said to me, I listen in Spotify or isn't in Spotify or do you have a link to Spotify? And it's not so much about the listening experience that a power listener like me would care about, where a platform like Spotify would probably be a disappointment to someone like me. It's about on-ramping. When tech-savvy people don't even know about the existence of an app that comes pre-installed on their phone, I think we need to be better about the ease of on-ramping for people. And maybe Spotify is currently that ease of on-ramp. It also got me thinking... What if he hadn't went to YouTube first? You need to have something on YouTube. People are just so anti having your audio on YouTube. At least for that young guy, if he hadn't went to YouTube as opposed to Apple Music, my show would have been there with a link to maybe a better place to listen. So I guess what I'm really driving at is we need to separate as producers and potentially hardcore podcast listeners ourselves our experience of the medium with the general new user's experience of the medium. 
if it's not obvious to someone that lives on their phone 24-7 that there's a little app there in a very bright purple colour that's for podcasts and it's dedicated to it, we're not as far along the adoption curve in terms of on-ramping easily to the medium as I thought we were. So get your show out there in a lot of easy places, including, and I hate to support this company really because they've never done much for podcasters, but even on SoundCloud, the majority of people you know, if they're living in a situation where they're wealthy enough to have a phone and have access to the internet, they probably know what SoundCloud is in terms of how it presents on social media and what's going to happen when you click on it. It's going to take you to some form of audio, mostly music, but it could be your podcast. So even if you only have one episode up, your most recent episode on SoundCloud, just to make sure there's an easy way for people to get kind of into your show. It doesn't have to be where they end up. That's why I don't get this anti-Spotify stuff at the moment. If your vision as a producer is you don't want people stuck in a less favourable environment for the listening experience like a Spotify or the overall experience. Maybe you need to reframe what Spotify is or what a YouTube is or what a SoundCloud is. They're an on-ramp to a better experience for more veteran listeners later. So yeah, the takeaway once again, don't project your own experience and understanding of the medium onto people that are new to the medium. Because as I found out, the adoption curve is much earlier, even for tech-aware people, than I thought it was. So Zoom Audio. Let's talk about Zoom Audio. I'm not going to get too technical today, but let's just put it out there. Zoom Audio is average at best. So if you're using Zoom Audio already, I'm not criticizing you. Please understand that. But if you have another option to record the audio that is not Zoom-related, even if it's just your side of the conversation as the host, please do so. To start with, it's coming in at 32 kilohertz by default. Now, normally, if you have been doing a little bit of podcast production, you'll know that 44.1 has been the standard for a long time. When, for instance, you open an Audacity session, I think it might default to either 48 or 44.1. It's never 32, as far as I know. And you don't want to put your episode out at 32. You're talking about recording at a lower quality than you're planning to actually export it out at. You're essentially planning on taking too little paint and spreading it across too big a wall, is the way that I would describe it. The other thing with the Zoom audio is that the actual process of getting your audio back, and I've only just started using this to do some production work for people, is very convoluted. I had to click through this weird system, which looked like it was a video, but it had a download link in the corner and the files weren't separated and... I don't know what was going on. This person was using a pro account for Zoom too. So whether they had the settings wrong or that's just how it comes, I'm not sure. But the recording quality, the dynamic range of this file was so much lower than I even expected that it would be when I saw that it was a 32 kilohertz recording. It's just not ideal for the purpose if you have another way to record. So the Rodecaster Pro issues I've been having. A couple of times in the last fortnight, I was doing a recording session and for some reason it was working fine. And then about 40 minutes into this recording, I got a warning on the roadcaster that said, the roadcaster has experienced an issue, your recording has stopped. It's like, what? I haven't seen that before. 
And then I went to restart the recording. The roadcaster has experienced an issue. Your recording has stopped. Luckily, I was actually doing a remote interview where the two hosts of the show were in the studio with me here and the guest was actually coming through Skype. So my Ecamm call recorder was actually recording. So basically I went to where I always go with questions like this, the Better Podcasting Discord server, and one of the other members had had the same issue about two weeks earlier where his roadcaster all of a sudden just didn't want to work. And his suggestion was do a factory reset and also he replaced the SD card. He did both things at once. I'm assuming it's a he by the username in the Discord server. I ended up also doing both because I'm using this thing on a really regular basis. I was on too tight a time limit to do a factory reset and see if it fixed it. And then if it didn't, change the SD card. So if you're experiencing that problem, I can't 100% say which of those two things has fixed the issue. But I am using it again and it has been stable. One thing I haven't done is actually updated the onboard firmware back to the same version where it was crashing. I've essentially left it in version one, what it came out of the box with. Sometimes you don't realise how much something changes until you go back and use the original version of it. You're like, wow, this is all very different. But if you're having that issue, there's two solves. One of those two is the reason, or it could be both. So good luck with that. Today I'm actually recording through an RE320 into my sound devices, Mixpre 6, and as always, I'm loving it. Okay, buymeacoffee.com slash deadsetpod to support the show. You can go to deadsetpodcasting.com slash support to keep this pirate ship afloating. And yeah, create as many easy on-ramps to your content as you can. Righto, my name's Josh, at Joshua C. Liston on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.